What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fifth Quarter Podcast. This is the Liguori Temple Invitational Week 7 Recap and Week 8 Preview. It is your host, Dylan Perone, here, accompanied by my side, our co-host, Anthony Kempel. Big say hello to the people, and why don't you do us a favor and introduce our guest of the hour. What's up, everyone? I'm not fucking happy. Never going to be happy. As long as I have one of the most points for in the league and one of the most points against in the league. Fuck that. We have a special guest today. No other than Ant Squared, Anthony Castro-Shiano. Say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. How are we? Let's go. Defending champ. Reigning, defending, undisputed. Maybe not undisputed. Some may dispute it. No. Undisputed champ at the table. Um... We haven't had Cass on this entire year. We wanted to get him on last week. Sorry, things didn't work out. We missed a week. Uh, life got in the way a little bit, but we didn't forget about you guys. Um, you didn't miss too much that happened last week, honestly. Uh, I think the, probably the matchup of the week last week was Big and Cass fighting for a leading point score. That was probably the matchup of the yeah. week. Oh, shout out to myself. I did upset the uh, undefeated Tooch and Danny. They now do have a loss. Um, but other than that, things pretty much kind of stayed the same. Um, I think week seven is kind of what we want to jump into here. Uh, before we jump into week seven, though, Cass, I want to give you the floor. We haven't had you on all season. Take me through draft night. Did it go the way you planned? And you didn't start off too hot. I think either 0-3 or 1-2. Had a couple injuries along the way. J.K. Dobbins. I know Kelsey didn't play week one. I know just from the start. Uh, you, you know your season better than I do, but that's just what I have in recent memory. Obviously, a couple of trades to get you where you are, but now you're sitting pretty towards the top of the table. Um it's really anybody's league at the moment. You're four and three. Uh, touch on a little bit of everything that we just uh, went through there because I think the people want to know. Yeah, so first round, I was really, really hoping to get Kelsey, and I did. Um, I thought that Chris was going to take Saquon, which would force Don to take Kelsey. Obviously, it didn't work out the way. I loved, I thought getting Kelsey there was a steal. And then after that, I, I liked my draft, but I didn't like the players because I kept picking teams that I hate. So, like, I had A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Brees Hall, McLaurin. Yep. So, all, like, rivals of my team. But That's a good point. Um, I, I couldn't pass up on them. And then J.K. Dobbins went down week one, out for season. Um, Without Kelsey week one, too. Yeah, didn't have Kelsey. We didn't really know if Kelsey was going to be back or when he was going to be back. So it was rough. I started off 0-3. Um, I forgot which week me and you made the trade. Um, Maybe three. Two, probably two or three. Yeah, so I I was already light on running backs because Brees Hall started off slow. They were easing him in. So I really had, like, no running backs. So I kind of – I was desperate. I had to trade A.J. Brown away. And even though A.J. Brown is – doing amazing I think the trade worked out for me I got yeah. Kenneth Walker Stop. and Garrett Wilson who it was a risk because obviously Zach Wilson terrible but he's starting he, to pick it up yeah he's actually doing really well Kenneth Walker has been very very good so I think that trade really propelled my season um I also made the trade with Joey I traded away Jerome Ford and Romeo Dews for Cooper um uh, he's been bouncing around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson has been in and out of the lineup. So I really, really need him to get back so Amari Cooper could kind of solidify that flex spot for me. But yeah, um, 
Devin A-Chain was, was solid for me those three weeks. He was amazing. Diving in the rough, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I need him back soon. But, yeah, I think I love where my team's at right now. Been trying to make some trades this week. Didn't happen yet. But, yeah, I, I like where my team's at. Yeah, I was thinking um, – I was actually talking to Baby Sal last night, uh, just talking about trades and stuff, and we were kind of going through everybody's team. Um, aside from Kenneth Walker, who I, I think is probably an, an RB1 this year, uh, definitely like a top five back, at least top ten. Uh, I think your team is built around like a lot of t- twos, like really strong twos. So like Garrett Wilson, before the season started, he was an, he was a wide receiver one. Obviously Rodgers went down, we know what happened. Terry McLaurin, like a top tier wide receiver two. Obviously Kelsey's a tight end one, we're not talking about that. Tyler Lockett even could slide in there as a wide receiver two. Amari Cooper, high end, uh, like high end two, low end one. So your team pretty much has a consistent floor value every week, which is like around that 120, 130 point range with like the upside as we saw when you took home the... Uh, the cash prize. Everyone's forgetting about that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the cash prize is still huge. So even if you're down and out and you have a bad record, it takes one good week, you know, you still win some money. Whoever has the highest point score of that week gets the uh, gets the prize. So no, I think that's a, a nice little breakdown there. Um, big, I know you didn't want to talk tonight, but we're going to have to recap week seven uh, briefly. We'll do it briefly. Um, Togo, you had a nice little run going. I believe you started 0-3 with me, uh, got yourself back to um, 3-3, and and then obviously the tough loss to, to Don, uh, or, or you 1-2 uh, you started. Um, I had you winning that game. I didn't really think Don had a horse in that race. Cooper Cup waited on to come back, absolutely lit it up. First two weeks he came back, stale game this week. If you had to declare a reason why he lost, it's probably because of that. I mean, if he does what he's supposed to, I think you, you win that game. Um... Take me through what's going on, man. You were the hottest team in the league, and now you're back in the middle of the mix. Not dead, not out of any means, but I thought that was a W for you before the uh, week started. Oh, yeah, man, just pure sadness. Um, There's really not much else to say. Cooper Cup didn't really show out last week. Tua didn't play like Tua normally plays, but we do know that that, uh, Philadelphia Eagles defense is one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. So... I mean, we really didn't expect. I didn't really expect much from Tua um, this week. Um, it, it sucks seeing Jordan Love on the bench with twenty points, but we just didn't know how that was going to go. Um, perhaps we we should have talked about starting him a little bit, but we didn't. Uh, so we made some roster mistakes this week. You know, you live and you learn. Um, we're just going to look ahead into uh, next week versus end, and hopefully we get back in the win column. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm really not happy about uh, what happened last week. No, it's rough. Um... Had to hear from you. I, I also uh, cast cast the only one here that won last week. Um, I had you're very familiar with this story, Big, where uh, you put up a hundred thirty something point week and you would have beat pretty much everyone else, but you lose to the guy that drops a bomb on you. That was Dev Span. Congrats, Dev. Uh, won the won the cash prize. Oh yeah, I'm three and four. Three of my four losses were to the cash prize winner. <laughs> I, I, I I looked at it. Remember, you dropped one seven. Uh, no, Baby Sal dropped one seventy on me. Um, when that was week three, I believe. In week one, Weezer and Billy had Cowboys D against me, <laughs> and then Dev this week. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of been the story of the season. Uh, I think that um, my team's definitely not down and out. 133 points uh, was a solid week. Um, you know, Dev's team kind of just went bonkers. Alvin Kamara caught about 50 balls on Thursday night, so I really didn't stand much of a chance. And uh, with David Montgomery out, Jameer Gibbs is actually getting some time to shine. So uh, it looks good for Deb. I'm happy to see him competitive and, and in the fray. Um, 
great addition to the league last year, and, he, and he's kind of holding up to that this year. So uh, no excuses. I mean, he's, his team kind of kicked up, but I think that we're talking about like losses within wins, right? Wins within losses. I think my team still kind of showed uh, the potential that we got. So I think that's pretty good. Um, we baby Sal is in the house, but uh, he's not in the room right now. So we'll turn this over to Cass. Um, decent week for you. Not probably the best week, but this is what I was talking about, the consistent floor here. Um, coming into the week, the matchup looked a lot closer. Baby Sal failed to break 100 points, but I think I personally think he has a good team. Like Looking at it on paper, right? Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams, two studs. Probably the best you know, one-two punch in terms of receiver, aside from probably my team. Um, Aaron Jones, kind of rough. Still getting back to the swing of things, but I thought that he would put up a little more of a fight, so you didn't have too much of a challenge, but your team... Still, still did his thing, and with Taylor Swift in the stands, Travis Kelsey's upped his game. So, uh, what do we got going forward, and what's your little takeaway of the matchup, guest? Yeah, shout out all the Swifties. Um, Kelsey's been going off with them, so uh, hopefully she comes to every game. But yeah, uh, I had the two Jets on a bye week last week, so I had to start Wanda Robinson and Daryl Henderson. I picked up literally last minute, or it might have been on Wednesday, but for free. Like I didn't put any money on him because everyone thought that Zach Evans was the guy. So, yep. yeah, um, he was solid for me. Put up 13.6. That was massive. Um, yeah, I mean, the story was really Kelsey, and then everyone else did pretty pretty good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a big win when I was missing two guys. I, I think I have, like, all my buys behind me now, so. Um, except when you play me. Yeah, except <laughs> that. Um, but, yeah, this is a huge week. One loss, and I could go spiraling down. So, um, really just need to, to keep piling up the wins. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy how close the league is. Like, if you look at the standings, yeah, you jumped. Yeah, you're out, you're in second now. Um, and one week, uh, so Joey's in 10th, right? Obviously, his points four not there. But, like, hypothetically speaking, if someone had a decent amount of points four, they could jump from 10th to second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is awesome because the league's super, super tight. There's no one really breaking away. Obviously, Tooch and Danny, six and one, but they're still... You know, two games back from you, they're still reachable. Um, and even, like, the bottom is that we don't have, like, an 0-6, like, you know, how Joey was, like, 0-6, yeah. although he ended up winning some of those years. Uh, like, Tucci and Baby Sal, they're 2-5. and five. They're one game back of being back in the mix, right? So I think it actually makes for a good league. It obviously is frustrating for uh, Big and I talked about this. Where you kind of, like, you need to win a certain game or you need someone to lose to make up some ground and then everyone with the close records kind of just beat up on each other so uh, you can't really gain any ground but that's what keeps for a good league and it keeps it tight a um, couple big matchups for, uh, we don't have everyone here so I'll kind of just run through it real quick Junior good week we had a Junior sighting 141 points second highest score of the uh, week yeah Deb was first Junior was second I was third oh Joey fourth actually yeah so some of the bottom feeders putting up some big weeks is what I'm saying Oh, Junior found Diamond in the Rough in Deontay Foreman. Dante mm-hmm. Foreman. Nice little pickup there. Um, yeah, Khalil Herbert was out, and Roshan Johnson was out, so he looks like he's the RB1 of the beaten-down Bears team with no Justin Fields, but he's able to get it done, so good for him. Uh, that was the story of his week. And uh, Joey dropped a 130-point week after he was kind of, you know, trailing for a little while. Uh, takes down Chris. I think you would definitely call that an upset. Chris was up there. I think he was in second place before this week. I think you took his spot cast. Yeah. But he was up there. He's got a good squad. I liked it on draft night. I always think he drafts a good team. I really do. I'm not just saying it. But obviously Tyreek Hill has been his focal point of the offense. But 
Uh, Mahomes shot 45 points for Joey, and that got it done for him. Hey, when you take Mahomes, what, did he take him in the first round or on the wraparound, right? Yeah, I think so. He, he's he took got, him and Chubb. Yeah, I mean, he obviously lost Chubb. We know about that. And uh, he has Ford as his backup, who didn't play this week. So, you know, Joey had to make something out of nothing, so congrats to him. That's a, a big win by him. Um, another thing, Tucci and Danny, showing that they're definitely human and definitely beatable. They beat Sal and Billy. 113 to 101. Yeah. So 113, they would have lost to almost anyone else in the league. I think they might be only beat maybe one or two other teams. So they're not the juggernaut they once were. Um, still saying, I, I still think they have a great team and they still have to be number one in the power ranks. I have no reason to demote them. But just you know, food for thought that uh, it's up for everybody's grabs this league. And I don't think anyone's significantly better than anyone else. I think on any given day, you know, Baby South's two and five, but we saw him drop 170 point week against me. Big year three and four, we saw you drop 170 point week. I'm three and four. I dropped a 170 point week. Cash, you dropped a 160 something point week. What last week, right? Mm. So I mean, it's really kind of anyone's uh, league, which I think is great. Um, we're gonna jump to week eight, um, and then I'll have big read the power ranks, and we'll get out of here because we got a Thursday night game going on. I've done a lot of talking. Uh, had to straight up say it, not just saying it because you guys are here. Match of the week, you two battle of the ant squared. Um, I think that just rightfully is the match of the week. You both are projected in the 130s, two powerhouse squads. Uh, Cass obviously win last week. Big obviously lost last week. But besides then, the past three or four games, I think Big, you're 3-1 and one in your last four. Um, Cass, you're, I think you are too. Or you're 4-0 oh in your last four. Yeah, yeah I'm, four, I'm, four, I'm on a four-game win streak. Yep, so there you go. Um, so definitely two of the hotter teams, two of the strongest, most uh, managers, I'd say, in the league. Uh, former winners and former teammates. Big, I'm going to turn it over to you because I haven't talked to you in a little while. And then, Cass, feel free to segue after that. I choose to decline anything. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. What, what are you and Nick looking at this week? Honestly, me and Nick are looking to get back into the win column. Uh, the only thing I don't like, which I don't think any fantasy manager does like in any fantasy football league, my entire team does play at 1 o'clock. Um, statistically speaking, can I win? Yes, but we know how fantasy goes. If your whole team plays at 1 o'clock, your odds, the odds are not in your favor. But, you know, we're not going to look at the odds because the odds really don't matter. Um, so yeah, we're looking for Cooper Cup to get back into uh, his ways versus Dallas. Um, I know that they don't have Trayvon Diggs anymore. Um, who's their other corner that they just signed? Gilmore. Gilmore. So it's either going to be he's covering uh, Puka Nakua or as Don says, Puka Nuka or Cooper Cup. So I'm looking for one of them to, uh, you know, look for Cooper Cup to get going. Uh, Tua, hopefully he has a big bounce back week versus New England. I think that's a great matchup for him. Not too sure how Tyreek Hill is doing. I know he was hurt, uh, but I think I did see something that he was back in practice this week. Um, we're also going to keep an eye on TJ Hawkinson for the week. I know we have Dalton Schultz um, waiting for his turn in our lineup. So I think me and Nick are going into this week where our heads high. We're hoping to uh, kick off things on um, Sunday at 1 o'clock and get off to a steamroll because we do have DJ Moore that does play at 8 o'clock. Um, and we, I, you all know how I feel about Ant, so nothing but love for him. Win, lose, tie, doesn't matter. I'm going to be a good sport when it comes to him. And what are your thoughts up on our uh, matchup? Yeah, like I said before, it's a huge matchup. Um, whoever loses is going to probably fall in multiple spots, so we really both can't afford this. But um, for my team, I'm having some lineup questions. Kenneth Walker and Lockett both didn't practice today. Um I'm going to hold off on that, but I do have Zach Charbonnet if, if that is the case that Walker doesn't play. I have Kareem Hunt, Daryl Henderson on the bench, so I do have options there. Obviously, I would love 
for Kenneth Walker to play. He's been my RB1 for the last four games. So, um, But, yeah, I think this could be a, a week where one of us puts up 150 and may lose, unfortunately. Um, hope that <laughs> hope that isn't the case. You're but, not a stranger to that, Big. Yeah, no, so. Not. I think both of us are not strangers to that at all. No, yeah, and sorry. correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like every time we play, it is a shootout. So, I mean. Yeah. I'm expecting some fireworks. I'm expecting it to come down to Monday or Sunday night, whatever the case may be. Um, so, yeah, it sh- should be a fun one. I'm not looking forward to Actually, that. Actually, it, it can't come down because I'll be done at 4. My games will be done at 425 as well. So. Yeah, I had the Sunday night game. And I think at least, what are we in week eight? I think I six of my matchups have came down to Monday and Sunday night football. And like last week, me and Nick almost pulled the Monday night football miracle. We didn't, but, you know. It is what it is. It gives you something to look forward to on Monday night, honestly, because yeah. we know no one likes Monday to be any other work week. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how this week plays out. Um, no, that's great. I, I think uh, you got to hit the nail on that. I think if I had to pick a matchup of the week, obviously I picked that for a reason. I think it's definitely going to be a heavyweight title fight, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Two defending champs, two former uh, teammates going off. So I think it's going to be good. A um, couple other matchups, kind of want to just look at uh, Weezer versus Junior. Always a fun one. Cousin versus cousin battle, um, baby Sal and Luke Aduccio. See, a battle of eleven and twelve, must win game for these mm-hmm. guys, right? Yep. A loser go home. I think two and five. Obviously, you got a couple wins. You can get yourself back in the mix. I think two and six. I don't want to say mathematically puts you out, but pretty damn close. Uh, Big, you and I have talked about this on a couple other podcasts, and I know you've kind of said that you are uh, riding with Luke. Obviously, great, great. Not only friend. But great league owner, uh, t- team owner rather. He's a former champion, um, but he's struggling right now. And Baby Sal as well, former league champion, struggling right now. Uh, since Big and I have talked about this cast, where do these guys go from here? These are two guys that I feel like you're not familiar seeing at the bottom, right? Uh, I think that the easy story is to just say, you know, make trades and, and pick pick guys up. But yeah. is it more than that? Uh, do you think that they drafted poorly? Do you think that they're just getting the shit under the stick? Or is it a little bit of both? But where do you think these guys go from here? I mean, yeah, definitely Baby Sal is not used to being down here. I feel like he's always top, even though if he doesn't put up the most points, his team's always there. Um, but I even, I was, we were in trade talks yesterday, um, didn't work out, but I, I said to him, like, his team isn't bad. It's just, uh, I guess he the, caught the shit under the stick with QB. He lost Richardson, Dak's been not good. And I know that um, last year, but two years ago I had Brady and he was terrible. And since then, I vowed to always pick a QB high, which was always a strategy that I never did. But I just can't can't take those inconsistent QBs. So I think he's he's still trying his heart out. He's trying to make moves. He was talking with me and Tucci McLean for trade, so he's not giving up. Luke, I know he he has a crazy work schedule. I'm not sure how into it is he is this year. Um, his team isn't great. I'll admit it, but. I don't know. Uh, he might be the first two-time loser ever. I hope not, but yeah. there's still a long way to go. Like I said, one win, he's right back into it. So this is a huge matchup. Whoever whoever gets to win there is gonna um, maybe move out of the, the the losing the losing four spots. But we'll see. Yeah. So I I will back these two managers until the day I die, and that they are two very good managers. But here's the thing: like Ant just said, they're one game out. Mm-hmm. Every week, someone's got to win. And then every week, someone's got to lose. So if you look at the matchups this week, the one seed plays the five seed, and the two and the three seed plays the four seed. The 
three, four, and five seed are both four and three. Yet this is not the favorable matchup for Luke and Sal since they do have to play each other both at two and five. But any given week, one of them have to win. One mm-hmm. of them will move up to three and five. And maybe two of three, four, five are going to go to four and four. So Luke or being Sal are going to go up to three and five, and the other ones will be at four and four. They'll be one game out of sixth place. It's not over. I mean, this is definitely not the favorable matchup that one of them do have to lose this week. But one of them will also give themselves a better chance to get back up into the top half of the division or the, the standings, whatever you want to call it. Also, not to cut you off, but Dill and Joey are playing each other, who are both three and four. So again, one of them is going to have to lose. Exactly. So every week, someone's got to win, someone's got to lose. It's never over. Um, these two, I feel like one of, if not both of them, will turn it around. I know, like you said, Luke's work schedule is crazy. That could have something to do with it for him this year, but I know it also. It just takes that one, two, three weeks, like you. Mm-hmm. You're in four game yeah. streak. You were all the way at the bottom of Luke. Exactly. And now look at you in second place. So it's never over. Um, you know, they just got to keep keep their heads up and just make some moves. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that, that pans out. Uh, I think, yeah, like you said, a lot. the good thing about all of us being four and three and three and four in the mix, like, we all have to play each other. So uh, the standings are always shifting. Yeah. Like, there's not, like, there's kind of, like, a clear separation, which is, it's good for people, you know, at the bottom because they can make up ground. You know, it only takes a week or two of, of win streaks to, to get yourself back in there. A um, couple other matchups want to hit on before we wrap up. I think Dev versus uh, Tucci Danny is a good matchup too. Uh, I had Dev pretty high on my power ranks. I think I had him second. Um, I know that he has the same. Uh, yeah, he's four and three, so we have a bunch of four and three teams. But he, he's technically he's the hottest team in the league right now. He dropped a one sixty last week. He got Jonathan Taylor back on the you know almost a full workload. Uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, rolling on a pretty much a full workload. Uh, McCaffrey avoided the injury scare. Looked like a stud again. Um, and Calvin really did absolutely nothing last week. So, like, imagine he actually gets his receivers to produce. I think Dev's team is freaking scary. Uh, obviously, with David Montgomery banged up too, Jameer Gibbs full mm-hmm. workload. I mean, that running back tandem is absolutely insane. Um, Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Jameer Gibbs, and Christian McCaffrey. That's, you know, that's literally, uh, you couldn't really script it any better on draft night. And, and give him credit, he waited on those two guys. Uh, he waited on Taylor and Kamara um, for a couple weeks for them to play. And, uh, now he's, he's reaping the benefits of it. So I think that's obviously another good match to look out for. Um, Don and Chris. Uh, number three seed versus the four seed, again, <laughs> could be a lot of movement. One of them got to win, one of them got to lose, right? Yeah. Um, maybe not the greatest of teams right now. They kind of started off hotter, but <laughs> look where they are. So I guess we'll see what happens. Big, why don't you give us the uh, power ranks that I made up? Um, and if you guys don't agree with them. Yeah, so say uh, something, but it's, it's tough, it's tough it, to say it right now. Definitely is tough. Send I us give, off. Give Dill a lot of credit for uh, getting the power rankings because I don't know how I would do it. Uh, but we're gonna start top dog to the bottom dog. First, we have Tucci Mac, no surprise. Second, we have Dev, like Dill just said, hottest team in the league. Then we have Cast, four win streak that is huge. Then we have me and Nick T coming off of a loss that we didn't. You know, it's it's a low loss. And we have Chris who's falling a little bit. Don, who is uh, steady in the league right now, I'm proud of Don, he's doing good. We have Dill, who is having on and off weeks, but you know, that's the same thing with me and Nick T. We have Junior, whose team we really don't know about yet. One week he puts up 60, next week he puts up 145, we really don't understand what's going on there. Um, then we have Weezer and Billy, who started off hot, and now in the bottom tier, I know Billy told me to get good, now guess what, <laughs> you get good. And then we have Joey, another one team who we don't really understand what's happening, 
One week he does good, one week he does bad. So, And then we have Baby Sal and Luke, who are pretty much sitting at the same level, who have played each other this week. Um, that is the power rankings for this week, boys, going into week eight. That starts officially tonight. Yeah, man, so I hope everyone enjoys the Thursday night game. We're going to get out of here and go watch the Bills versus Bucks. Big, how, long is our, how long is our podcast right now? About a half hour? 23 minutes. Yep, not bad. So we got, want to get one, get in, get out. Um, Cass, before we let you go, uh, we like to just do a, a little, you know, little prediction, kind of how we uh, see the league ending, who wins, who loses, and then maybe we'll play it back, you know, three months from now and see who the hell was right and who the hell was dead wrong. Um, feel free to put yourself as the winner, as the uh, the second repeat champ, and uh, feel free to call it a loser. It'd be fun to uh, play it back. So what do you got? And then we'll send everybody home. Yeah, so I am going to go with myself. Um, like I said, I, I, my team's hot, and I'm still I'm trying to trade for a real a real stud that I can um, really count on weekly. Because like you said earlier, I have a lot of solid guys, but not really any superstars minus Kelsey. So um, I'm gonna keep keep working the phones, try to try to get something done. And for our loser, I'm gonna predict that we are gonna have the first ever two-time loser so that could be Joey or that could be Luke I'm gonna say it's gonna be Joey unfortunately so maybe the goat of this league some say but he might be the first two-time loser ever I think that goat status could be exactly in question double loss definitely in question yeah Um, Yeah. so I I mean like I said it still so close I think one to twelve spots are all contested there's like no no locks right now. Even Tucci and McLean yeah, bro. Are, are right there for the they team. They lose a game so. or two, and, and they're right back in the mix with everybody uh, else. Yeah. So, again, no one give up. Uh, keep fighting, and we'll see We'll see what happens this week. And, man, it's already week eight. Um, fantasy goes fast. It's already halfway done, so enjoy a while it lasts because we'll all be missing the season, although maybe not as Giants fans. I honestly can't <laughs> wait for it to be done. We were looking forward to it, and then uh, obviously that's a story for another day, but – Big, why don't you give us a farewell message and we'll get everybody packing. Enjoy the week and we'll see you guys next time. Yes, sir, boys. Week 8, Sunday's a day where guys can be guys. Sit down on those couches, eat those wings, drink those beers. Let's get into it. And always remember to tell someone you love them because there is no room for hate in this world. We'll catch you on the next one, boys. Good luck. Peace. Peace out.